36 of Prairie 90 Day Prayer Challenge. I missed you guys and I'm so excited to be on here to pray publicly and to just have an open topic to invite you to chime in, um, reply with a voice message. You can do that through the Anchor app. Um, reply via text message, email, DM, messenger, anything. But I'm so excited because today the topic of prayer is Jesus cares about our thoughts. It became very clear to me that mental health is so important and so relevant to everyone since that episode when I prayed for our mental health on the National Day of Mental Health Awareness. It quickly became the number one episode of this year um, within a short amount of time overall since we began this prayer challenge. So um, I'm just thankful that God led me to pray um, that day after discovering that. And I'm glad that it is resonating with so many people. And I pray that the people who listened were transformed in a way to where they felt comfortable knowing that they can give their issues and their problems and their mental battles to God and feel confident in knowing that God has blessed people to have gifts and talents who are here to help us. So God is so good. I'm so thankful that we serve a God who cares about our thoughts. Yes, yes, yes. So first, I want to read Hebrews chapter 10 verses 19 through 22. And I will be reading the New Living Translation. The subtitle to this passage is A Call to Persevere. And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new life and life-giving way through the curtain in the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him for our guilty consciences having been have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean and our bodies have been washed with pure water. The focus of these scriptures is verse 22 because in verse 22 it's telling us that Jesus died for our thoughts. Now I ask you guys, how many of y'all have ever thought, have it registered with you 
that yes, Jesus died for me. Um, he died for my soul so that I will be eternally spent in heaven and I'll be saved from the punishment that I so rightly deserve. But because he died on the cross for me, my soul will forever be in heaven. That is the natural way of thinking and what we all know that is um, common knowledge. But has anyone ever said that Jesus has died for our thoughts? That is so powerful. Let's reread verse 22. It says, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him for our guilty consciences. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I feel like I'm not. Have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Our guilty conscience is our thoughts. So for our guilty thoughts have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean. So our thoughts, our mind is so important. Our mental health, our awareness of how we think and the quality of our thoughts that we allow to travel through our minds is so important. Every bad result and every great result starts with a thought. So just how we govern our bodies by what we eat and what we don't eat and what we participate in and what we won't participate in. And we know our limits as far as maybe you're in the gym lifting weights and you know your limits. Maybe you know how long you can exercise without passing out. Maybe you know the distance that you can run. Maybe you know how much sun you can handle before you get a sunburn. Maybe you understand the different types of lotions and perfumes and soap that you can use on your skin that will irritate it or prevent breakout. So we know all these different things and specific details on how to take care of our bodies we need to recognize and acknowledge the things that are sensitive to our mind and that affect us mentally and pay attention to what strengthens and builds us up and pay attention to what breaks us down and what what irritates our mind and once we know those things we need to eliminate it like you eliminate things from your diet, you're lactose intolerant, you need to eliminate those things that trigger negative thoughts that irritate you, that make you focused, um, irate, angry, worried, um, anything that is taking you away from what God wants for you, which is peace joy anything that's keeping you from those things you need to eliminate it so we need to change the way we think and not feel like things are inevitable and that you know 
that we just have to deal with life and we have to take on everything no we can take control of our thoughts we can take control of our minds and we can submit our minds to God and make a decision and say I'm going to think great things and I'm going to get great results I am not going to entertain thoughts that are against me and cause conflict within myself and conflict within myself that results in conflict between my loved ones, my friends, my co-workers, my neighbors. You can reject those things and you can cast down those things every single day and you can stay away from things that trigger you into these negative things into the things that potentially can put you in a bad place. Just stay away from it. Just stay away from it. I gave an example before for myself. I had to stop watching The Real Housewives of Atlanta. This was back in, um, I want to say 2012, maybe 2013. I don't remember, but it was back around that time. I had to stop watching it. Was it Basketball Wives? It was one of those reality shows. I had to stop watching it because I started processing things in my mind differently and I was becoming irritated and it was putting me in a mindset that was totally contrary to what God wants. So you have to pay attention to things that are setting your mind off in different ways maybe you are comparing yourselves to other and getting insecure and not liking yourself maybe you are being overwhelmed and worried about your finances or about your security of life And the Bible says, you know, don't worry about tomorrow for it's enough things going on for today and know that God's got you. So identify, 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 just like, you know, what you can't eat and what you can't put on your body and you know, which shoes type of shoes is too narrow or what brand shoes you need to know what type of conversations what type of places what which people in your life or in your proximity that you need to eliminate or distance yourself from in order to have a healthy mind and to have a life that promotes great mental health so we want healthy bodies we want healthy minds and We want a healthy spirit. We want to strengthen our spirit. So did y'all know that Jesus knows our thoughts? I'm pretty sure you knew this, but once you verbally say that out loud, like that is a big deal. Jesus knows our thoughts and he has answered for our thoughts. He wants to bring peace and clarity to us. 
We'll find it in his word. We have to read the Bible daily so we'll constantly hear his living word and cancel out everything else. Now here's some Bible verses where Jesus answers thoughts. First, we're going to read Luke. Let me find Luke. Luke chapter 7 verses 40 through 48. It says, then Jesus answered his thoughts. Simon, he said to the Pharisee, I have something to say to you. Now, this is where he's answering his thoughts to bring clarity. Go ahead, teacher, Simon replied. Then Jesus told him this story. A man loaned money to two people, 500 pieces of silver to one and 50 pieces to the other. But neither of them could repay him. So he kindly forgave them both, canceling their debts. Who do you suppose loved him more after that? Simon answered, I suppose the one for whom he canceled the larger debt. That's right, Jesus said. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Look at this woman kneeling here. When I entered your home, you didn't offer me water to wash the dust from my feet. But she has washed them with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You didn't greet me with a kiss. But from the time I came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You neglected the courtesy of olive oil to anoint my head. But she has anointed my feet with rare perfume. I tell you, her sins, and they are many, have been forgiven. So she has shown me much love. But a person who is forgiven little shows only little love. Then Jesus said to the woman, your sins are forgiven. So this is just dealing with the thoughts of judgment. Um, the Pharisees and Simon there are judging. And um, the woman who had um, many sins. She was known as a immoral woman. And everyone's thinking their thoughts and they're judging her. And God knew their thoughts. Jesus knew their thoughts. So he answered their thoughts. Hold on, you guys. My daughter just entered the room. Okay, go get some rest, baby. Okay. Yes, God is good. You guys, it is late. My daughter just came into my prayer closet. I'm not going to edit this out. I'm going to let it keep flowing. But yeah, so let's go into another Bible verse where um, Jesus answers thoughts. This is Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. Verses 46 through 48. I had fun reading the Bible today, you guys. I was excited and I just kept reading and reading. And I was like, okay, Simone, you have to get on here. You have to um, get on the podcast tonight. So this is 46 through 48. It says, then his disciples began arguing. They're arguing about which of them was the greatest. Pride, y'all. Thoughts of pride. 
but Jesus knew their thoughts. So he brought a little child to his side. Then he said to them, anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me also welcomes my father who sent me. Whoever is the least among you is the greatest. Amen. They went from arguing about who is the greatest to Jesus humbled them real quick and showed them. It's about being humble. Change your thoughts. So he knew their thoughts. He answered their thoughts. He explained it so well and gave them clarity on how they should be and how they should view themselves. And um, this is just so good, y'all. So let's move to the last verse we're going to read is Matthew chapter 9 verses nine um verses one through seven chapter nine verses one through seven it says jesus climbed into a boat and went back across the lake to his own town some people brought to him a paralyzed man on a mat seeing their faith jesus said to the paralyzed man be encouraged my child your sins are forgiven But some of the teachers of religious law said to themselves, that's blasphemy. Does he think he's God? Jesus knew what they were thinking. So he said to them, why do you have such evil thoughts in your hearts? Is it to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? So I will prove to you that the son of man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, stand up, pick up your mat and go home. And the man jumped up and went home. God is so good, man. What I want to pay attention to is that Jesus said, why do you have such evil thoughts in your heart? So our thoughts are rooted in our hearts so that's why it's so important to protect your mind and protect your heart because from that it carries out in our actions and I believe it says in the bible let me make sure because I don't want to say it It says in the Bible, um, so a man thinketh, so is he. I want to see where it is. Does it say that at? But that is so true. Um, It's in Proverbs chapter 23, 7. Let's go to Proverbs. So Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. Let's read it in KJV because that's how I remembered it. Yep. See, I told you guys that I love remembering ver- remembering verses in King James Version. So, um, and I necessarily don't, I do not have this verse memorized, but it's just something that triggered in my mind that just popped up in my mind. 
So that's why I just one of my goals I write I wrote it down today is to learn scripture, learn scripture, learn scripture. But it says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. That is the first part of the scripture. And then it continues to say, Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. So, um, it's important. It is so important. It is so important. Your thoughts can cause you to spiral out of control into an emotional frenzy. And however you deal with your emotions, if you shut down, if you get silent, if you cry, if you yell, scream out loud, however, whatever it is that you do. It is a big deal and you do not have to live like that. You do not have to accept that. That is not what God wants for you. Jesus cares about your thoughts. He died for your thoughts. He knows your thoughts and he wants to bring you peace and clarity. So I encourage you to read your Bible daily. The Bible is a living word. The Holy Spirit. It's throughout the Bible from cover to cover, waiting to reveal things to you, to bring you peace, to bring you understanding on what you're going through and what God will have for you to do. He will show you where to go. He will show you who to talk to. He will show you your next move that you need to make. I promise you, I promise you, the more time you spend with God, the more You will know what to do and you will be confident in what you're doing. And you will come to realize that it is a 100% guarantee that everything's going to be all right. And it's not because of you. It's not because of me or us who are just mere humans that take on a sinful nature and that are weak. But it's because God, who is strong and who is all-knowing and all-powerful, all-knowing is very important. That means he knows everything. That means he knows our thoughts. He knows the beginning and he knows the end. That's like you, you going to a safari. And you know how people, they go on these safari trips and they're down to get a tour of a lion's den or gorillas and bears and you know why people are comfortable with going on these tours because the tour guide knows the beginning and end he knows the ins and outs we trust that the tour guide knows that the area that we're going in is not really dangerous and that these animals are tamed and they can't do nothing to us and If one of them does try to get a little feisty, we trust and know that they're trained and know how to deal with that situation. And that's the thing. God, we have the ultimate tour guide, life life guide. He is the creator of all. He knows every single thing. His hand is on every single thing, every single person. So just like we'll put our trust and we'll jump in a little Jeep and be ready to take pictures and have fun and show off we need to just jump into the what what analogy can we use the vehicle of life with god 
and say, Jesus, you got the will, take the will. I trust you and let's roll. And we know that every bump in the road and every detour is going to make me stronger. And I'm just going to come out each and every after every turn and swivel and bump and curve. I'm just going to come out even stronger and even wiser and even more confident. And then maybe on the next couple of stops, maybe in two miles, I'll have to, God wants me to pick up these two people to get in, get in the vehicle with me. And because what I've learned two miles prior, I'm able to help them to be prepared for their miles that are coming ahead. And then after I help them, I drop them off and then they continue their journey and then someone hops in with them and then they help them and on so forth and so forth and God will give you this strength and this knowledge and wisdom he will put it in you not just for you but to be used to help and pour into someone else so Let's just take control and take our minds back in the name of Jesus and just proclaim that we are a generation of cautious and wise men and women and boys and girls who not just care about our physical bodies, but we care about our mental health and even more important we care about our spiritual health we won't depend on men and we won't depend on this flesh but we will use this holy bible that will continue to teach us and be the ultimate tool of life so let's pray god thank you for this beautiful day thank you for your love and kindness thank you for start of a work week start of a school week lord we pray that everything that you have for us to do this week in our offices in our classrooms in our homes um, on our jobs father every place that we set foot father that we bring light with us and that we bring an answer And that we will have the solution to people who are searching for answers, Father. And we know that we cannot be an answer and be a solution unless we are healthy within ourselves. So we're asking that you touch our bodies and you touch our minds. And from the top of our heads, Father, to the bottom of our feet, Father, we pray that you will empty us of Every single thing that is not accordance to your will, Father, everything that is hindering our health and hindering our thoughts, Father, that is making us doubt ourselves and doubt you, Father, things that are confusing us and making us unsure of who we are, knowing that we are children of God, Father, and we are nothing else and nothing less, Father. Father, I pray that we will continue to seek you and rebuke anything that is not of you, Father. We will not listen to people who do not have good news, Father, for we know that the good news is the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
So any bad news, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Anything that is not in accordance to your will, Father, anything that is not promoting love, joy, peace, kindness, forgiveness, grace, and mercy, and a strong faith, Father, that cannot be moved and can not be canceled out by what man says because our faith is in you that is a supernatural and miraculous power that only comes from above and that is unexplainable and cannot be comprehended by man but we know because we know the God that we serve father and we trust in you father to deliver us and to bring us through every single obstacle that we are facing right now father and the obstacles that we will face in the future that we don't know about it prepare us for it father we're not going to break down we're not going to cower from it we're not going to be overwhelmed but we're going to walk in it and through it boldly and confident in you father and we are better than ever all of us who are praying this prayer right now father we're ready and we're saying bring it on because we're not letting anything influence us and anything prick or irritate our minds father and we are letting go and eliminating everything that brings us grief or worry or doubt or insecurity father and we will always be secure in you because we know that you are the same today yesterday and forevermore father so we praise you and we glorify your wonderful powerful name in jesus name amen everyone have a great night